Hey guys, welcome to the Boys of the Golden Throne. We got AJ and Tay over here. Say hi. Hey AJ. guys. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Just uh, we're recording uh, episode. Is this is this nine? Episode eight. Eight? No, eight was the last one we just. Oh, it up. episode nine. It's episode my, nine. My, my show notes are wrong. I must update. <laughs> uh, so we're just gonna talk about what we're gonna be doing in this episode. Uh, we've just. Talk about our hobby talk and uh, you know huge. normal boring things, but then we got something special for you. Yes. What do we our, have special going on, AJ? We have an internet celebrity. Ooh. Ooh. In a segment that we are going to call "When Three Beards Collide," <laughs> <laughs> we have Jody from the Varangian Heresy podcast coming on to chat with us. Uh, about, you know, all things beard, and, you know, we're going to get into Scandis, going to talk about the, hopefully, maybe get some inside dope knowledge on the new Varangian Heresy FAQ, and find out about uh, their new 2018 event series, uh, which I am very interested in. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm really excited to uh, get Jody on. Yeah, it'll be, uh, I'm pretty excited. I want to ask him about uh, painting all those knights. Yeah, we like, definitely have to ask him yeah. about that. I want to, I want to hear the process that he went through. Like, what, I'm sure there was sweat. I'm maybe there is blood and probably probably tears at one point or another. But we'll <laughs> we'll dive into that when we uh, when we get Jody on here. Yeah, and then uh, we'll just do our normal like uh, close close out show, like talking about close what's going out. on, things like that. Close out. Oh, yeah. Close out. Okay. Uh, we're gonna see you in a bit with some habitat. Have a talk. Have a See talk. you a bit, guys. And we're back with uh, me, Teo, and... Me, AJ. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about literally <laughs> what we've been doing with our hobby life lately. Um, we're all pretty jazzed. It's just after Kippers. Everyone's super, just super hard for heresy. Just... Not yes. lacking in any turgidity. No, there's been no, there's been solid tur- turgidity <laughs> as of late. Everyone's as of turgid. Um, yeah. So AJ, what have you been doing in your hobby time? Um. Well, most I honestly like tech. Have I done anything technically? No, I've done zero hobby actual work. But I have been basically figuring out what I'm going to take with me to Germany. So going through all my models, figuring out what I'm going to take. I'm going to have lots of, hopefully lots of time on my hands to actually paint my armies. And, you know, instead of painting terrain for the last God knows how many months, I'll be uh, switching it and getting some stuff finally done. So It's going to be such a debut when you get back. Well, definitely some new stuff for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I want to, I've got like 25 thralls to paint that I'm taking. I've got, I want to finish... Uh, doing like the edge highlights and stuff on a bunch of my cast locks. I've got like another cast locks to paint. Um, then I'm taking mo like a that's mostly. Well, actually no. Then I'm taking like <laughs> taking a couple vehicles to paint and then a bunch of uh, iron hands as well. So hopefully we'll try to get as much uh, you know done in my spare time as possible when I'm over there and come back with a whole bunch of new goodies hopefully finally get the iron hands like out on the table though I'll still need to paint a bunch of vehicles when I get back but <laughs> yeah because you're, you're not gonna bring those no and I'm not bringing the airbrush right no. so it's it's like I need to um 
I'm painting, I was like putting together a Trieros this morning to hopefully get based uh, or at least base coated hopefully before I go with the airbrush. But I don't know if it's going to happen. Oh so you got so much coming on this little bit here. Yeah, well, I leave, I probably leave in like 14 days. So <laughs> I, yeah, it's, uh, I was I literally figuring out clothes sad. this morning. It's going to be fine. Well, we'll no, because some... Facebook keeps reminding me of you. It's like, hey, best friends. <laughs> yeah, like... you, you became friends a year ago. That was yesterday. That was uh, all so cute. Yeah. And then like <laughs> all the comments of like hashtag bromance. And... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, yeah. And then this next, yeah. Just stuff. But I'm, I, I'm pretty I, sure I'm going to be talking to you more than anybody else when you're. Yeah. Away. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it would be funny if I end up talking to you more than Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> that won't happen. But... No, it won't happen. <laughs> but yeah, so I've also, not to mention, like, what I'm figuring out to bring for painting. So, like, with that what hobby supplies am i taking uh, but then also like what i'm going to take for an actual army so i'm taking my mechanicum so i can do some testing before lvo and that's probably what i will take up to sweden, uh, sweden. When I go and see uh jody and the boys uh hopefully those those dates will work out for me oh, and that'd be so sweet yeah you just gotta you just gotta grill them and making sure the dates work out <laughs> Please make this work for me. Please. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we shall see. Yeah. Well, more on that uh, in our next segment. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Like uh, mostly just being trying to get my life in order before shipping out. So not a lot of time for hobby hobby talk. But they will. There will be lots and lots in the future. Let oh me yeah. Tell you. It'll be nice. Yeah. What about you, son? Um. Well. Uh. Literally. The the day after we got home from back from Kippers, I started yeah. painting my Iron Warriors. Sick. So I've already painted two my two Contemptors. Oh wow! Yeah, um, they need like I just want to put like the oxidizing on them, and then they're to, they're good okay. to go. Okay. Yeah. But uh, send me pics. I, I, I will. I'll, I'll send you some pics. But uh, the thing that of the dreadnoughts, not not the other kind. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> oxidizing those kind of dreadnoughts. Um, and then. The other thing is, oh, with painting them, it was such a contrast to paint from painting the white scars. Oh, I'm it's sure. It's so dark and drab. It was like, I need to keep adding things to make them pop. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I painted all the lights. I made the glowing plasma that's on them. I, like, cool. made their eyes have a little uh, OSL, like. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're so drab compared to what I was used to been painting. I'm sure it's like a little bit of relief too. You can just like it, it goes so much quicker. Yeah, like not worrying about messing up the white, and you can just like, oops, made a mistake, whatever. Just yeah, move on. <laughs> exactly. So not It'll as telling. Nice. Um, you can hide. It's a little easier. Like, uh, it's gonna be quick because me, uh, Eric, and Jeremy have planned a big game where me and Eric bring our Iron Warriors versus his Imperial Fists. Cool. When uh, are you guys going to do that? Uh, well, as soon as my Iron Warriors are painted, but I think that's going to happen nice. quicker than I think it's going to. Awesome. Um, then the other thing, so I don't know if you'll hear it in the podcast, but you hear some bleep, bleep. Well, that's uh, that's Eric at this uh, local auction messaging me because uh, he's at like a, like a I guess, miniatures auction today. 
and yeah, there's at so much game. at everything games. There's so much stuff, and this guy had all this BFG, and so I'm bidding <laughs> through Eric for me doing it. And yeah, I just, just like, got how a much do you want to bid? Yeah, he just I just got a message back. from him saying that he he put the bid in for uh, for the Blackstone Fortress. Yeah, apparently some people are eyeing up, and he's scaring them away for us. Okay, yeah, it's twenty bucks for the Blackstone Fortress. Yeah, that's what I said to put down. Okay, so um, he's he's proxy bidding some more BFG for us. So hopefully we'll have a lot more BFG action in the future. If especially if this goes through too, that's gonna be so yeah. much stuff. That's actually the thing that I'm debating of what to do because I have like I've got right now with what I've packed, it's two of the art cases. Yeah. Full uh, with like the stuff I need for to play and the stuff I want to paint. But then I've got one of the small little single GW cases that I use for taking stuff like, you know, just an extra little case if I need more space. And yeah. usually I bring my knight in. It fits in there. But now I'm like, I could bring the knight over to Europe or I could leave that at home and bring the entire BFG fleet. Oh, my God. But part of me is just like, well, do I, I kind of want to use this, the airbrush to do those. And they probably will go pretty quickly. So... I should probably just stay and focus on what I've. Yeah, I've that's put. a good idea. I don't know. I'm, idea. I'm still like I'm still throwing it. I know if I bring it, that will be my focus, yeah. and I really should get like some of my shame models out of the way. The secutors are packed. The, secu the secutors are packed. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping we get can get all this BFG stuff as well, because like I would be so down to ping that chaos fleet like Sons of Horus. Yeah, that'd be that'd be so cool, dude. If yeah. we get like a couple fleets going, and yeah, I really really want to do like a big game. Like, yeah, yeah we definitely got to talk to Jody about that. I want to so hear more. We'll about definitely it. talk about that. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the last thing is, I'm doing finally. I started the planning stages for my trench table. Oh, cool. So, um, like, I made like a, a little right. Like, just went on like paint and I like, kind of drew it up. So it's going to be a long table. It's not going to be a standard six by four. It's going to okay. be a um four by eight sexy and you're gonna okay. play it a long ways and all the, and the trenches will intertwine and connect to each other Ooh, yeah yeah so like there's like cool. there'll be four points on the table where the trenches actually meet up with each other okay so yeah when you play a game you can have your troops like going through the trenches the whole time with tanks at the back dropping artillery and stuff sweet like that. so you it'd like, be really cool if you could get some of those um wall of martyr like find some cheap like wall of martyrs um those gun emplacement things and you could make a couple of them that are like blown up and that's like, what i was thinking too i was gonna put some blown yeah. up vehicles and like in the middle um some blown out bastions and some blown out of uh, those weapon placements yeah we should uh, we definitely should put uh we got to think of like some specific legions of how to paint those like oh, yeah. first that comes to mind is sons of horus just to trigger john when he plays it <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i painted all that's gonna be super dope looking and then with the six by eight the reason oh, the four by eight is that at the back two points there'll be positions for you to place like artillery units okay cool so that like they're in still kind of in the trenches so literally the entire game you'll be barraging each other's troops walking up the trench tables Sounds so cool, man. Yeah. That would be great if we could get that done for uh, the first bot G GT event. Yeah. That would be a really cool table. I have one last thing I'm adding to it. I'm going to put a bastion in the middle that's blown out that has a speaker, and all it does is play explosion sounds. <laughs> yeah. So every time you shoot that too, you go, boom. 
boom. You, you know what? You can actually, I, I know you can find somewhere on the internet, like sounds, recordings of like World War One battlefields. Yeah. Of just like machine gun fire and like explosions. That would be so cool. Yeah. That would like, be awesome. Um, at, at Kippers, um, I thought it would be really cool if someone did a Blood Angels army or something like that where they have a drop out and when you put it down, it opens up and it's speakers that just plays Flight of the Valkyries. <laughs> well did you did you see the one guy that was playing um over in the 40k section at kippers and he had like this beautiful guard army yeah. and it was playing bagpipe music out yeah. of his display it was pretty that's cool. what inspired me to do like like the the the, ex- okay. the, the trench sounds going on nice yeah. yeah no i i actually went up to that guy and shook his hand for having one of the rare fully painted armies over there but it was beautiful like beautiful uh Beautiful setup, uh, beautiful display set. It was really cool. It was really cool. So yeah, that's my. So this is my ambitious table I'm gonna make for our Bachi D event. Is this trench table, which I don't even, which my Iron Warriors are obviously gonna be playing on. But sweet, we have to. We'll have to start like uh, brainstorming some special rules and skunk works for oh, yeah. uh, for that board. Yeah, it's gonna sure. be sweet. So it's gonna be. Cool, I'm gonna break it down into four sections for transporting. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah. how are you going to put it two, up? But... Four by two foot? Two. Oh, four foot by yeah. two foot? Yeah. Like, cook, 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 cook. They place down. You know what would be, you know be cool, too, is if you could build them in a way where they're, they're modular. So they don't have to go in a specific order, and you could move them around to, like, make make it a little... Like, you could drop one, too, and then make it a four by six, and it would still work. Or switch the tiles around so it would be a little bit different from game to game. Yeah, so that's what that's cut. Kind of, I was thinking about the same thing too. That so it's not the same game every time. Like I'm gonna yeah. have it where you can like switch them around a bit. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, I can't. Big, I gotta plan it out hard. Yeah, hard. Um, I've been taking these like a uh, little. They're, they're baskets for like uh, bird's eye chilies from work, but they they're all like crisscross. They look like great for like flooring and stuff like that. And that's okay. what I'm gonna cut and put in the trench works. You know what I should do is I should put together a little care package for you and uh, and just leave it with John. And, like, you can use whatever you want from it. Because I've got, like, little girder pieces. I've got, like, endless pieces of, like, extra pieces from the city terrain sets. And oh, that'd be perfect. Stuff like that. Like, just even some just plain plastic card. Like, that might be good for making some stuff. Yeah, that'd be super sweet. If you want, I can leave that with John. You can pick him up because I'm sure you'll need all the little bits of detail. Oh, yeah. I want to get some of the the containers and the barrels and stuff to put in the trenches for like little bits of like um, inter inside the inside the trench cover. Because like, yeah, if you're in my plan is like if you're in the trenches, you get cover. But if you're in from outside of trenches, but if you're both in the same trench, you won't. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's just like I want to make it so like things like flamers and uh, stuff like that is just devastating. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. All right, well, uh, let's. Uh, you you should definitely take some pictures as you st- as you start building this and oh, post yeah. it on the website, and we can have an ongoing Teo in the trenches segment. <laughs> Teo in the trenches. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's like I uh, got put on latrine duty again this week. God damn it! <laughs> I, I'm t- oh, I still have to make shitters in the back. Little latrines, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Counts as hazardous terrain. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or but if we're there, if we're stationed in that, then we get bonuses because it's by by the throne. So <laughs> it's like we, we put like a you put a special rule that's like in a you know size two font that's yeah. like so small. I'm gonna get a custode with a mop instead of a spear standing beside them. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, excited to see more on that in the future. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, that's it for Hobby Talk. Anything else you want to talk about there, bud? I think that's it. I think let's, uh, I'm all excited. Let's get on to Jody. Yodi, Yodi, Yodi. I will all right, be back cool. with her with the, uh, when the three beards collide. Yes. And hopefully not get tangled together. <laughs> And welcome back to the Boys of the Golden Throne. We have a special guest tonight, don't we, Jody? Oh, oh, oh I got, I got called special, and in a nice way. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, this we is have... all about you, man. This is, this is yes. a Jody special. Oh, <laughs> we have, oh, uh, <laughs> we have Jody from the Varangian Heresy and the Painting Chap here with us. Um, Hello, nice boys. How you, how you guys doing? Oh, we're doing awesome, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm doing good. I, I'm I'm ruining the uh, the change of uh, you know the daylight savings time last night, which completely screwed with my you know mental faculties. But that I'm totally cool. Are you an you hour ahead or change? an hour behind now? Uh, we uh, what's the whole thing? Spring forward, fall back. Yeah, we we gained yes. an hour, but uh, that means nothing when you've got kids. No, uh, it, it just it just means that they wake up at five a.m. Instead of 6 a.m. and yeah. your brain is going, this is so not cool. <laughs> <laughs> this Basically. is my time. <laughs> yeah, gotta, these witching hours are mine. Damn it, don't take it away from me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, that I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm I'm here to talk heresy and and all things around. So it's it's absolutely awesome. Uh, heresy is on the topic lately with the new rulebook and stuff coming out. Oh, I meant to that. Not to be excited. It's some, some um, happy news on that front with the with the multi bombing in effect oh, official. Yeah. Awesome. I, would, I would like to. I would genuinely like to put our hands up and say we called that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one hashtag multi bombing has been something we've been running for a while, and we called oh, that one. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I blame Freddie and his uh, his desire to blow things up in a major scale, and you know, <laughs> all, all of us basically going. There's no way I'm paying 25 points for a veteran squad or whatever it is for multi bombs for one guy. <laughs> yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. Have you but, seen the new T-shirts that the Eye of Horse guys just put up of the the multi bombing? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I haven't been I haven't been involved in that conversation, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's been a waiver signed or something along those lines. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, definitely don't wear that in airport. Worry. That's for sure. No, that would not be a good idea. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure Taylor and I probably would get in a lot of trouble for that with the length of our beards. Oh, <laughs> just, just I, just, I just recently went to New York and uh, I got randomly selected every step of the way. Uh, profiling it's got nothing to do with your good looks has that's it? right nothing to do with that <laughs> actually I, I got i had the same problem going from uh copenhagen airport to bristol when i went home to the uk they they literally had to scrutinize my passport and ask me to step over to check my passport i'm like i'm not that ugly i mean the beard's not that bad it's like <laughs> yeah so I, I totally get that <laughs> yeah beards are gorgeous 
Uh, we're, we're literally calling this when three beards collide. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Because <laughs> I, I was away, literally, I was away for a week. Like I said, I was in England for a week. The guys did an episode without me, and it's like, you know, uh, you know, Dark Angels with, without the beard. The, beard, and that, the beardless episode, yeah. <laughs> the beardless episode. And I just got, last night, just got done recording a, a Heresy 101 segment with uh, myself, Freddie, and Chris. And to balance things out, we got JP uh, from Age of Darkness and... Mr. Ryan Kimmel from Radio Free has been on. So the beard balance was corrected on the universal scale. So, <laughs> the universal beard balance? Yeah. yeah. And now, and now we're, we're obviously making it, making it right. So that, you know, because the truth is you have men who have beards and then you have women. And that's about it. <laughs> that's my own personal point of view. But, um, you know. I have no idea how many of your listeners I've just offended, but you know, welcome. I think I love it. As beards. soon as you say that, Teo just starts stroking <laughs> his beard. Just, oh, I love it. So yeah, I've, I'm sitting here doing a Fu Manchu thing with my beard the entire time. It's what it's there for. <laughs> You're twirling your mustache like a Monopoly man. Oh, yeah. it's all very much. So just sitting there, just saying, ah, yes, yes. It's, it's all about the power of the beard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, I think that uh, this is a good segue to get into our first question for you, and mm-hmm. that's, who are you, and what kind of man are you? <laughs> I'm I'm a bearded man, which is which is true. Um, I am a, I am a man of dubious morals and um, low low marriage standards, apparently. But that's for my two ex wives to, to disagree with or agree with. Take your pick. Uh, no, in all seriousness. Um, I am. I, I'm a. I'm a keen hobbyer. I've been. I've been into um, games workshop and, and hobbying for the best part of damn uh, since like I was ten. So that's going to be hard. like when you think about it, you think, wow, yeah. where did all that time go? Yeah, it's like it would probably have been cheaper to get caught and uh, commit and caught, you know get caught and sentenced and parole for murder, but wouldn't have been as fun. <laughs> no, um, but uh, no, I, I've and building models. You're just you know making shivs in the corner of yourself it's all about letting your inner creative out man i mean you know fire fire tattoos are where it's at apparently you know i'm not sure you can get the fake on there but you know uh no i've been i've been i've been in the hobby one way or another since since i was 10 and and i've been doing this for forever and i'm i'm an i've always been an avid um old world warhammer guy so you'll notice there's a genuine thing a continuing theme about me and my armies. I used to play dwarfs, <laughs> <laughs> men of beards, beards and big guns, and and bitterness and and grudges, and eventually that has equated into the Iron Fourth. So yes. I, I'd like to believe that every every Iron Warrior has a secret beard underneath his helmet, and then <laughs> they've got the big guns and bitterness. So you know, you just gave me an inspiration of... to make my contemptors have a chainmail beard now. Oh, dude. <laughs> If you do that, I will worship you more if you do that. Yeah. That would be amazing. All my Iron Circle are going to have chain mill beards. Oh, that would be so pretty. Uh, (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to need a few seconds on that one, and I'm good. Um, (laughs) No, and I've I've been in. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. It all involves the beard. Um, No, it's all seriousness. I've I've been, like I said, uh, in this thing for a long time. Um, I've been very fortunate to hang out with good people in the hobby all the way around. and uh, yeah, I, I'm where I'm at now is I'm the host of the Ranch and Heresy podcast. Um, I, I'm the guy who does most of the talking, anyway. Put it like that. Um, and I've 
my good buddies Chris and Freddie, and that started over a year ago now. Um, I don't know about you guys, but we, we started up just by me getting bored one night painting going who wants to chat on skype and then like three skype sessions later and we're recording job will start so we're coming up to episode 50 now that's our next one awesome. so uh, you know there'll be some sort of uh soap um series sort of flashback sequence in there or something i'm sure back to I our greatest uh, sure. yeah back to, back to some of our greatest misfits and uh miss misfires and stuff oh, i look uh, forward to that Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh, now I have to do some. We have to do something impressive. Damn it! Um, <laughs> but uh, no, so that that's that's been me in the in sort of the general hobby sense. Uh, as you said, I've literally in the past sort of three to four weeks started up as a commission painter. Um, I'm known as a painting chap, which you can find me on Facebook or on um, on the interwebs at paintingchap.com. Um, that's always been a passion for me. Painting. I mean, yeah. I've done commissions in the past for people just the odd one here or there um i stupidly painted like a uh, 2000 point warhammer army back in about five or six years ago i did it in four days um <laughs> yeah uh, you so, have actually, an aneurysm or something i i literally sat my ass in an armchair with all the paints around me and moved to go to the bathroom and the kitchen and that was it um <laughs> it was an army of purple and yellow um, two colors I have never wanted to paint since. <laughs> oh, uh, understandable. <laughs> but no, I, I, doing that and just painting in general is something I loved. And I uh, managed to, uh, I arranged to get the MKA boys out here um, in April of this year, come out to Sweden. And we had an absolutely awesome time and sort of learned all their dark Jedi secrets on airbrushing and painting. And I just decided... Uh, after becoming unemployed during the summer and trying to find a way to go, um, but why not? Why not at least try and do something with what I love to do? And it's not a full-time job. I, I work on part-time hours, but um, as I don't have a in real job, as uh, certain people like to put it, at the moment uh, I've got a bit more free time, so I can focus a little more on that. And it's going really well. Um, started to pick up some business which is great and i got my i had my first major piece which was actually for the night house raffle the yes, weekend. tell us about that yeah i was wanting to ask how that went for you um well the raffle itself was absolutely amazing um the painting was a drug induced felt like a drug induced um <laughs> trip through backcountry kind of thing uh, you know, fear and loathing style. Um, but I, I put that down to the Tamiya paints and uh, the thinners. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, there was that, 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 like, glowing, shiny blue, right? There was that. There was the glowing green in there. There was I, – I tried out so many new techniques, like uh, AKA uh, Interactives, their True Metal series. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. – buff but a little bit easier to to manipulate and that stuff was amazing and re- looked really good and and it took forever um, <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna make sure that i use that very specifically from now on and not to do the trim on eight gigantic nights in one go um no but no, no but uh the night raffle was it's it's been something we've done for the last couple of years and it's all freddie's initiative um we've been talking about it for a long time but to give the guys who listen listen to uh to botgt an, an idea of what we're talking about 
Um, Freddie's got a very personal uh, tie to the fight against the Shane muscular dystrophy. And that's a form of uh, muscular dystrophy that literally uh, wears down uh, the muscles in the body and it affects boys, young boys. Uh, so he's got a very personal family tie to that with his son. And um, last year, he decided to do what he could do because he, he's not, as he says, he's not a surgeon, he's not a you know a doctor, but he can he can organise like the the military man he is, and he put together a raffle, and he got a warlord titan painted, uh, and raffled that off and raised ten thousand dollars, which was absolutely amazing. So the other thing about Freddie is it's um, go big or go home. Um, so he levelled <laughs> up this year and went. What's bigger than a war, war, uh, warlord? Well, a night house would be pretty cool, but that's a bit wussy. What about three of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so, I think the Bot GT definitely bought tickets, and uh, I bought some more tickets personally as well. Yeah, uh, I, 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 almost, I bought a couple of tickets as well, fully intent of like going, if I win my own night house, it's like, yeah, just, just redraw that. It's okay. I'll take the airbrush that was on offer. I'll have that. Um, that's cool. <laughs> Because I want that, um, but uh, in all seriousness, I mean, it, it raised. We broke like twenty thousand um, dollars on that. On the then we did that the week before the event, so we actually cleared that, and we were still clearing ticket sales. And we do we do it both uh, this year and, and last year. You can literally buy tickets up to the last minute. Um, because there's a funny story, which I'll come back to in a second. But basically, <laughs> uh, because, we, because we did the MKA course, uh, Freddie said to me, look, you know, help me out. Do one of the night houses. We're like, hells yes, this sounds absolutely awesome. Um, which has then sort of rolled into becoming sort of my, my first commission. So there was that. Uh, Freddie did one house. was the, the fantastically metallic blue uh, Mechanicum night house, which is actually something we've created um, as part of the Varangian Heresy sort of universe. And okay. then um, Stu from the Geno 5-2, who, who runs the Miniature Realm uh, Studios painting service, jumped up and said, look, let me help out. And he did the um, Millenax, House Millenax night household. So um, I did House Macabius, which i've absolutely fallen in love with i don't ever want to paint it again for like the next six months but i've fallen <laughs> in love with it and i will probably do my nights in that when i get around to doing some um but, uh, for a bit. <laughs> oh god yes oh good yeah. good god yes i say this as i'm actually have a reva titan on my my desk in front of me which has to be painted by next friday for freddie um, holy yeah so i'm gonna basically be doing this in three and a half days start Aww. to finish yeah, uh, you know. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't learn from the last time, basically. <laughs> well, well, that's so amazing. Anyway. Like the the amount, it, I I think it shows, you know, just how amazing this community is, and uh, you know, just the, the amount of money that you guys have raised over the past two years, and that everyone you know is stepping up to try to pitch in, and whether that's through donations of the models or or putting time in to get things painted. It's uh, it's really amazing. It's made us want to figure something out to incorporate some sort of uh, charity into our events moving forward. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's one of the funniest things that that's hit me uh, in doing this is just how, how giving 
a, commu- a community we have when you think about the price of the models that we buy for example well it you know that uh heresy like players that. are already used to spending tons of money on things <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's it's like we're used to working in the, in the the triple figures on, on forge worlds like as a given it's like you know yeah whatever it's yeah. fine we're used <laughs> to this um but no i mean you t- aj you, i mean you talk about the community i mean i have to say i mean we said this a couple of times but i gotta say it again we had for the night houses alone we had knights donated from almost every podcast that does 30 uh, heresy podcast almost every one of them donated a night to us yeah, uh, some shape or form we had um the boys from the legions of lies podcast donated a warhound um yes. chaos warhound which then tom from gino 52 painted up for us um you know henry Steele from mka did a fantastic um mini diorama of a, a night pilot for us we had airbrushes we had oh, so much cool stuff um very awesome community and we you know i have to say we didn't go out sort of holding a hat out saying guys please help but people said how can we help and then at that point you just go well this is what we're doing what can you do for us and they're like bam here it goes it's like this is just it's surreal i mean it was absolutely awesome Um, time people always want to help they just don't know how to yeah and that's i mean this is the thing it's such a it's such a strong vibe from the community about this um just the desire to, to give back and do something and you know it shows in all the different things that the that's coming out in the different podcasts whether it's you know competitions or stuff for charity or whatever it's it's just such an amazing thing and that's that's really why i love the heresy so much is there's just so much of this yeah so much of this community that's there yeah you can put it it, it's love you can say it's okay it is yeah it's love Uh, and it's it's definitely the beard to unshaver ratio is higher in this oh yeah so it makes makes it legitimate so you know that's that's the truth (sighs) there so well well, you said yourself if you're if you don't have a beard you're a woman so and beards are men with beards or men in general are providers (laughs) it's true we like to step up and provide so this is how it is exactly um and I, ha- I do, like you said, if only our we- wives appreciated uh, resin or future wives. The future wives <laughs> must appreciate resin. Yes. I could say my ex wives didn't. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why they're ex wives, Jody. All right. That's well, why they're yeah. ex wives. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. That's the story I'm sticking to. Um, <laughs> but I, I tell you what, I have to say one thing um, just to, to everybody listening. If there's something going on, like a, a fundraiser event or something like that, get involved because you never know what you're going to do and how it could pay out for you. It's There's so much it's going to pay out for other people. But you look at our first raffle, the guy who won the Warlord, Cole, bought one ticket and won it. Andrew Legio from the Loaded Dice podcast bought one ticket for the MKA Army raffle and won that. A guy called Goran, who's a friend of mine, bought the last ticket at the event about five minutes before we did the draw at Scandus this year. I even said live on our recording, I yeah, swear if that guy wins it, wins the night house, that's the luckiest per- purchase ever. And guess what he went and did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he literally won ticket, one punt on a ticket and he won. So, I mean, it's just, it's a small investment for you. It's a big payoff for the people on the receiving end of the charity, but you can always get something back from it. So it's it's so awesome. Absolutely. 
get the feel the the feel goods in the in the tummy. <laughs> oh yeah, nice I, feel I, goods. And nice tummy feel goods and the tax deductible feel goods in in certain areas as well. <laughs> if you're if you're able to do that, so you know yeah. it's win win. Right on. Well, I think you just going over all of that, you've almost uh, just gone over my next question, which is okay. what you've been Whoops. doing in the in the hobby lately. But pretty much it's been pounding out nights and uh, it sounds like this fever uh, in your future. Pounding out nights, the reaver, Yeah, most definitely. Um, I did Anything just do personal? it. Oh, yeah. Um, well, a couple of things. Um, I literally just uh well, night uh, friday night coming into saturday morning about 2 a.m i finished off um a personal commission which was actually for my daughter's birthday i just did uh she's just she's just turned six and she's into minecraft so i, I had a spare pc and i bought all the extras for it and i painted up all of the um casings like minecraft Oh, so oh Minecraft. That's, I saw that picture. That's what you were doing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So she's got. So I gave her that as a as a present because, you know, if you, if you I can give something nice but put a personal touch on it. So that that's something Absolutely. I've just finished. That was a lot of fun. Um, what else have I been doing in the hobby? Uh, getting my usual crap from Chris and Freddie, which is always good. Um, <laughs> are you are you able? I guess you have to at this point credit that as a ongoing hobby progress <laughs> oh it is it's, it's ongoing hobby progress stroke banter um and and general needling which is which is a good thing um no and as i said earlier I, i've just gotten back about a week ago from the uk and uh while i was over there i didn't get to uh, make the pilgrimage to mecca uh warhammer mm. world but i did get to go and hang out with uh my very good buddy lex from uh, crusade and heresy uh, okay. fame and uh, miles from little legend studios oh wow funny enough miles lives not that far away from where my father lives in in the south in south wales and i didn't realize just how close he lived and it's just chatting to him so i'm coming over he's like cool i'm i'm, I'm like here and he's, i'm like that's like 10 minutes away. He's like, yep. Okay. <laughs> so we ended up going to uh, Firestorm Games in Cardiff, which is like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's literally like walking into the Ultimate Games Club. You literally walk in, there's tables for forever. They've got a, a hobby store section, which is like what my friendly local gaming store wish it could grow up to be. Um, <laughs> the size of my apartment, kind of big. With oh, just the F hobby section, just the hobby section. Oh my god! It, oh, so, dude, seriously, if I had a credit card over here, it's really awkward. If, <laughs> if, between the beards, man, it's totally fine. But if 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 I'd had a credit card, I wouldn't have had one afterwards. It would have been a melted pile of slag. Oh, um, but you know, you it was have just... a little, a small little box outside with a, that you can just put your wallet in, lock it up, take the key, <laughs> and go in into the yeah. store, and then get out. Okay, I'm safe. I can take it back. <laughs> Either that, or they'll have a box where they just accept organs. <laughs> it's yeah. like... yeah. Here's where I'm sleeping. Please come between these hours to yeah. remove my kidneys while I'm asleep. Um, yeah, it's just a stained butcher block is where the register is. Like, either works. Either works. I mean, you know, I, I'm happy either way. Um, but no, it's. I mean, it's amazing. And I got to you know hang out with these two awesome dudes. And we play. We literally threw down um, night battles. We had like um, four of the GW knights, and Lex brought along his. Uh, uh which one is it the atropos and the lancer okay which, cool um 
made very short work of the GW noise. Then we started messing around and stuff. <laughs> but we had we had a because of the way the guys have got the place set up. I mean, it, it's massive. So much terrain up there, um, and we just happened to pick a table that was right by the. Um, I think it's like Drop Fleet or Drop, uh, Drop Fleet Commander stuff. I think it is. I can't remember. Okay. But basically, yeah. they've got like the cardboard epic style buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had those laid out. And it was like watching an old monster movie, these knights just moving through <laughs> cities and, and stuff. And, you know, literally like the, one of these, uh, one of the massive blasts sort of uh, shots uh, from the knight exploding flipped over onto a building. So we just took it away and put a small building back down. And, you know, it's just like, the end awesome. of the old, uh, you know, monster movies where the, the towns get leveled around these things, and you know, oh, no, or you know, <laughs> like like Power Rangers. How how on earth? I mean, I'm showing my age here, but you know, Power Rangers. How on earth they managed to literally destroy cities and you know all that sort of stuff and not be hunted down like criminals? Um, but it was that whole sort of destructive. It was just, it was a blast, man. I mean, we got to hang out, we got to drink and play toy soldiers and talk painting and you know basically wish i could have chopped off a limb to buy more stuff um, I would have, if i was I there i would have tried to kept doing like a vulcan mine meld with miles <laughs> and try to just you know take some of that knowledge seriously man miles is just i mean is uh, i was sitting there like a sponge taking everything in i mean he mentioned something about a color i'm like yes teach me teach me obi-wan i want to hear this <laughs> and it's like i'm not in the position to do it but I've, he, he was chatting to me about what he's been doing for he's going to be doing for patreon and dude if you can get into that get into his patreon it's going to be amazing oh really uh, it already uh, is it's it's I'm, there i'm doing i just did a, a an airbrush course with CK Studios over the summer, and I've been using the airbrush a lot more. But with coming over to Europe, I'm not going to bring it with me. I'm just going to bring the brushes. And uh -huh. um, as soon as I get back, though, I've been hearing more and more what he's doing on the Patreon channel, and I think I might uh, pull the trigger on that once I get back and actually can uh, can use it and follow along. But um, yeah, he's, he does some amazing work. Would so recommend it. I mean, his stuff is is gorgeous and. Um, you know, to be fair, I'm, I'm hoping to uh, get him to come over to to Sweden, probably the early part of next year. Um, oh yeah, okay. To well, it's it, yeah. I mean, he does he does two or three different types of courses, and as I've organised one with MKA, and we'll talk about the event series and everything a little bit later because we've got those guys coming back as well. Um, but they're coming back later in the year, so we're we're kind of spitballing the idea right now, like super super early ideas of like write it on a post-it to remember to talk about it later on. Okay, but, uh, <laughs> it's something I love to do because it's it's if nothing else, it's all about just bringing a different influence into the local hobby, which is just a great thing to be able to do. Um, and like I said, Miles is awesome. He'll cr he can crash at my place, and you know I, I may let him go out to the course once he's revealed all his secrets on uh, on certain aspects, and then he's allowed to leave again the next day once he's taught me all his secrets <laughs> on another thing. So I, I may have a plan, but um, <laughs> you know it's it's uh, only slightly devious. Only slightly devious. Yeah, I'm I'm being polite Locks. and make it only slightly devious. Walks into a room and there's just the painting table with a chain and a little foot 
bracelet next to it. It's like, uh, Jody, this is wasn't the hospitality I was expecting. <laughs> it's per, I promised you personal one-on-one service. I didn't say it was for you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but Miles is a like you said, Miles is a legend, and it's well worth it if you can do it. Um, it's it's totally worth soaking up. So good. Um, so that's literally what I've been doing in the hobby is is you know hanging out, playing cool stuff, and. Um, yeah, generally getting back into the swing of podcasting and looking at this Reva kit, building it slowly. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I yeah. Uh, my wife just bought me a warhound, and I'm super scared of putting heard, it together. Man, I heard. I I will I will be honest. I just went and when I heard that because I was listening to your episode earlier on today. My response is like I'm cooking cooking lunch my kid for my kids, and the kids are still like sitting there. And I just go fuck yeah, and my kids are like <laughs> papa. I'm like. Um, so I had headphones on because they, they were watching yeah. something on the iPad together. They always complain when I've got you know, podcasts on. And they're like, Papa? I'm like, it's okay. Something really cool happened to a friend of mine. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so trust me, I know it sounds, it might seem a scary thing, but it's it's actually a really good kit to work with. Um, really, really, it's easy to put together once you get past the, oh my God, it's a Warhound thing. Yeah. Uh, because it's, um, I can say from having a reaver in front of me, it's a walk in the park. I mean, it's, it's all good. But, <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I was like, he's probably put them together, and putting a reaver together doesn't sound. It sounds way worse than what I want to do. Oh yeah, um, if you, if you've got the, I tell you what though, if they've they've done new instructions for their stuff now, I hope where they actually show you where bits go, because the 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 printouts I have for the reaver are here's the bits. Yeah, here's this the is what it looks thing. like when it's completed. <laughs> Work that shit out in between yourself. <laughs> it's like, oh God. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a stuff really stuff. terrible IKEA instruction. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it's very much a very bad IKEA. It's literally like somebody lost half the manual. Um, oh, a whole bunch of pieces that you don't know where they go. <laughs> Either it's yeah. going to become a reaver, it's going to become a really elegant shelving system. You got a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I can't tease because if Freddie's hearing this, I've already been I've already been teasing him with the fact I was just going to um, sort of do three color minimum and then dip it in uh, army paint. <laughs> and I, I'm a little I'm, I'm genuinely thinking he thinks I'm quite as serious on that. It was like I'm not that bad. If it gets busy, if it gets running out of time, then it's just oh, trying to find a bucket big enough to dip a reaver in that's my main problem that's the only <laughs> you, thing that's you gotta, stopping you gotta, me from gotta doing go to a local deli and get one of those pickle ju- pickle barrels something like that like a 50 liter drum or something and just sort of <laughs> leave it in there it's like you know what are you doing filling this drum it's nothing it's not acetone i'm not disappearing a body it's okay but <laughs> <laughs> i know about that um, <laughs> well you uh you mentioned it you- earlier of the Varangian Heresy series and uh, why don't you, I know you guys just finished up Scandis um, my, even that I wasn't there my pocket hurts because of it because of uh, the BFG game that you guys oh, um, yeah. did on Friday and literally as we're recording right now there is um, a little silent auction going on at one of the local game stores and Eric our boy in the field is out there uh, making biddings on more Battlefleet Gothic for for the podcast. So uh, 
thank you for that. It's yeah, we were like, more than welcome. Up the pictures from the event and like, we want to do this army and we want to do this one and we want to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like it says, it's even worse in person walking around an event like Scandis because you go, I want that. I want that. Oh, that's yeah. a really cool idea. I want to do that. Um, I've never had the desire, for example, to um, do uh, a Mechanicum army full scale. Um, Zone Mortalis, maybe. I'm waiting for the whole Dark Mechanicum stuff to come out. Yeah. But one of the guys from Denmark, Eric, um, Eric Vela, he's been on our, our show a little while ago. He has probably one of the most beautiful Mechanicum armies I've ever seen. And yet again, he brought new stuff with him. I'm like, you've got to stop doing this, man. My wallet is crying in my pocket right now. <laughs> but I just look at going, now I have to buy this. I've got no reason to, but I have to buy this. Um, you but just the walk whole, up I mean, and slap the... him. You know I'm unemployed <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, just walk up, punch him in the dick, and go, "That's for that," and then just walk off and see if he works out why. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's it's um, where to begin. I mean, the BFG thing was um, when we did Scandis last year. We sort of had there was ourselves and Northern Heresy. Uh, as the two podcasts in Sweden, we had a, a grudge match on the first uh, first day. Which was a lot of fun. And then the plan was to do that again this year. But then we've got Don't Lose Your Head. We've got The Road to Terror. Um, and we sort of realized that, you know, all these podcasts are actually showing up. It was a bit hard to do that. And we were trying to come up with like 1500 point Leviathan lists, trying to do quick smashdown games. And it got derailed into this, this love fest for BFG. And, um, yeah, basically, that's where that came from. Uh, and I didn't actually have time to paint up the fleet that I got from Freddy, which is actually a, a custom Iron Warriors fleet. But uh, I have mine that's in a box like, oh, I don't know. I'm literally touching it with my fingers right now um, of Iron Warrior ships, which, uh, yeah, caressing it a little <laughs> bit. Uh, and I'm going to be, go, I'm going to an event next weekend where I'm going to pick up some more bits for it as well. So the whole BFG thing was just born out of this desire to smash face between podcasts and then became a love fest. And then, yeah, sorry, AJ. Sorry, no, not sorry, no, but no, you no, know, don't be sorry <laughs> I, at all. We, I, was, I like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying that AJ had already been like looking at it in passing by himself and then just oh, pulled yeah. the trigger. It yeah, was I, it was my love. It was like I, I, you know, in high school, it was when I first was into gaming. It was the first thing that I could actually completely grasp the rules, have mm. a painted army and have a painted table and get the full experience and, you know, just be able to smash games out really quickly. Like it was my love back in the day. And so it's been, you know, for the last couple of years, I've been on the fence and yeah. between between the Scandis pitchers and then JP uh, and Mark doing oh, their yeah. whole fleet gothic series that they're doing right now. It's just like, oh, okay, I got to do it. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what, I, I have to be honest. I mean, love them for doing that. It's absolutely it was perfect timing because we were all sat there, I think, on that evening going, I'm so glad they released that first episode so we can remember <laughs> half the rules. I mean, it's like... like it's like Chris. Chris absolutely loves BFG and knows that stuff inside and out. But I think most of us were trying to catch back up on the how the hell do we do this? What do you mean it's not in inches? Um, <laughs> Centimeters is for the devil. Yeah, <laughs> damn, damn this, damn this metric stuff. What the hell's going on here? It's like imperial measurements, imperial. Uh, but uh, no, it was it, that was an absolute blast. 
And did that have any did that have any like bearing on the events of Scandis or was that completely just sidebar kind of Friday? It was, si- it was sidebarred, but there was there was the idea to have it uh, pull in, but because I couldn't draw up my my fleet in time and that we were still I mean, literally we were doing prep for the for the event itself till eleven o'clock the night before on site when that stuff was happening. Oh, it, okay. it didn't have a bearing. But there, there very much is the desire for the to bring it into the event series in some shape or form. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, that's what we're thinking of doing. Of you know, kind of piggybacking on what you guys did, do a big Friday game and have because we've now pretty much bought three ginormous two thousand point fleets. <laughs> uh, in like, we've got a, we've got a lot to toss around. So I, you know, have that available on Friday and and kind of have that work in you know whoever wins gets some sort of plus for the next day or or skews the the narrative in some sort of way for uh yeah for the main event on saturday i mean that's that's one of the most awesome things about these uh i don't know what you want to call specialist games let's put it that way that you can tie into the heresy and make the event so much more um i mean like bfg is just awesome because you know you read you read your books like uh what i just finished listening to vengeful spirit again recently and you've got that whole opening engagement where they're going to the planet moloch and they, they basically they're going in and this is whole um space battle and then it jumps to the ground war so i mean just that alone it's so much in the fluff people get it it's easy to integrate that into the into an event and it's just such an easy game, like you said, to get into and pick up once you're there. It's so much fun. And it, it's a you can play it beer and pretzel style and just have yeah, exactly. it open in the evening and just go, let's just have some fun. And, you know, whoever wins, you know, the majority of the games, then their guys get plus one to whatever, season initiative or reserves or something like that. And it ties in in a nice theme way, but you just get to have fun doing it. Right. Um, and stuff like that. I mean, hell, I'd love to see Epic make an appearance maybe oh not say dude, don't even say that because yeah, i've been yeah. to pull the trigger <laughs> those so other bad. pictures and i just don't look at them because yeah. i've already had to spend all this money from looking at pictures from your podcast i blame freddie for all of this because he his uh, you you've probably heard it mentioned on our podcast a few times if you haven't you you will he talks about you know he visits his parents attic and happens yeah. to find his entire collection of Space Marine in there. And there's stuff because. that still has had the tokens punched out and stuff like oh, this. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, shut up. There's a black hole. There's some sort of like wormhole in there to the stock room of GW, like late nineties, early 2000s. Yeah. And all he's doing is just sort the... of reaching through his wormholes, r- ruffling around and pulling stuff through going, yeah, I'll, I'll go and start a craze with this. Um, <laughs> the, parents, the parents attic or storage room is the, the bag of infinite holding. That's, that's <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, it, it is the bag of it, but it's just, you know, it's like a TARDIS got part, part there and got left. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm not saying anything about that, that it may have been discussed at some point briefly. Um, but yeah, special, specialist games are so much fun with the events. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Scandus, um, just to give everybody sort of a, a rough idea, Scandus is our no holds barred event. Basically, everything is allowed. All four slogs are allowed. So you can run your Leviathan's onslaughts, whatever. You can 
literally rock warhounds if you have a warlord if you wanted to run um you know a um titan maniple you can do that if you a casual you know, ordinatus yeah, you definitely bring casual ordnance if you wanted to. I mean, hell, hell infiltrating glaives for God's sake during during the event series during the year. Um, you know, th- this is where you get to bring the big toys and and have a lot of fun with it, um, which is which is the sort of thing I think you need in in uh, in gaming because every once in a while I'll bring it up to kind of get people excited about buying new awesome things. Sure, and it, it's it's nice way to do it when you've got an event. I think doing that having this big a big event where there are missions, all this sort of stuff, but you get those gloves taken off means that you get to, it's not just arranging a game between you and your friends. There's, there is more to the event, more to the game itself. So it adds a different level, adds a different energy to it. If you get me. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it's not like I want to bring my fell blade or I want to bring my, my ordinatus. Um, so we have to make the game. This It's like, I know I'm walking into effectively hell, start. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm walking into hell, and it's gonna hurt. Um, so, how many so points I bring was it? My 3, 000, Three thousand five hundred. Three thousand five hundred. See, that's the thing. Even if someone brings something crazy and huge, in three and a half thousand, you could easily make a regular army be able to take it down. You could definitely. I mean, it's. I. I, I had the uh, because I didn't play this year. I did have this sort of plan in my head to uh, bring my what I'd like to think is my my Iron Warrior counter to anything massively mechanical which is basically perturabo and as many squads of drop of uh, deep striking terminators with changes as possible okay awesome. which yeah it's that whole you know 20 terminators with chain fists can take down a warlord kind of list and how did um, that work out? well i had i didn't get to run it because I, we actually oh, decided because right. yeah. chris chris and i basically said well, we're gonna to the event uh, okay. with freddie uh, because last year freddie ran it on his own uh, this year, it was much more of the podcast events that we stepped up and um, got involved in the TOing. But uh, okay. that was that really that was a real blast as well. Just being able to sort of hang out and you know chat to people, answer questions, and you know look semi competent. Um, whilst <laughs> you look uh, like you're in charge, so it feels pretty good. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, tried to be anyway. Nice shirts there, all your matching Varangian shirts. Oh, well, we do like to roll with a small degree of swag if we can do it. Um, <laughs> Mainly facial hair. That's what does it. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, in all seriousness, yeah, stuff like that was, is all sort of fun. I mean, um, before I sort of talk about next year, I, I want to share this highlight with you. I, I don't know if we shared it on the podcast to the post-Scandus event, but uh, I'll, I'll share it now. We had one of the guys borrowing one of the night houses because he wanted to sort of get his groove back on for heresy. And one of the things Freddie's been doing this past year is creating card sets for different things like missions and zone effects and stuff like that okay. uh, and sort of you know fog of war and all this sort of jazz and the guy called jimmy he was playing the big his big game on the second day first round three and a half thousand full night household on there and the uh, the sort of table effect card was debris from orbit and it's a big 10-inch template, your opponent gets to place it, scatters <laughs> a full uh, scatter die plus 4d6, full scatter, and then it's like catastrophic damage table. So it's like, this is this is like a great equalizer sort of thing. It's a lot of fun. However, what happened <laughs> for Jimmy was, 
His opponent dropped it on one of the knights. It scattered. It didn't scatter enough to on four d six to come off the knight. So basically, it hit. It took out that knight. The knight then exploded. Yes. And scattered. Yes. Onto the next knight, <laughs> which then ex- <laughs> uh, which then exploded and scattered onto another knight. Oh man. Which then exploded and scattered <laughs> onto another knight, which then exploded. So an orbital piece of debris took out four knights in one oh. round. And poor Jimmy was like, fuck this, I quit. To be fair, he played the game out and he did brilliantly, but they're scandalous in a nutshell, man. I mean, you could be yeah. running <laughs> a night house and something random just comes in and completely 180s your day. <laughs> well, you know, as, as much as that would suck at the time, that is the, those are the kinds of things that you're going to remember for all time. You know, like, oh, oh that, you remember that game when, like, you know, four knights exploded <laughs> from each other? Oh, yeah. It's Just true. You, like you usually domino. remember the games that you lose more than the games that you remember. Yeah, because usually you lose in such style that it's like, hell, that was so much fun. Exactly. <laughs> you, to quote you, Jody, just throwing some gravel in there as lube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we we may be doing that as swag next year. You know, free little bags of gravel to make everybody's game go that little bit more. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> I may steal my own Tony. idea. <laughs> Virgin Heresy Lube. Yes, it's a bag of gravel, but you'll understand why. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, oh man, it, it's a hell of a lot of. Fun. Um, and awesome. yeah, the, so we were trying to talk about next year's the event series. Yeah. Uh, so. What we did this year, we kind of had uh, three events planned, and a fourth one kind of popped up uh, on the car ride back from the uh, from the Lincoln event. Uh, so we ended up having four events this year, and then we've sort of gone, well, that that worked well. Um, so let's actually plan some stuff out. So we've got four gaming events and a hobby event in our Rajin Heresy um, event series, 2018. Awesome. So that starts off with Lincoln, which is in middle of May. And that is the whole story is um, based around the, the story of one planet over a number of years in the heresy. Um, so it starts off with the initial incursion forces on both sides coming in to try and take control of this, the planet. Um, which is called Numa Elysium. And the, fir- the first event is going to be 1,500 points. Uh, we're going to have, um, uh, what's it called? Centurion. Oh, so, my God, yeah. I want to run a Centurion so bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's dude, it's it's awesome. It's like, I know, especially as an Iron Warriors player, I'm going, that's like 90% of my list screwed. Um, where's all my big guns going to go? Um <laughs> Uh, you know, so it's it's 1500 points centurion that we're um, planning for Zone Mortalis as well. So you've got the sort of Zone Mortalis battles for the orbital plates and stuff going on in space, and then you've got the Centurions uh, games, which are the initial beachhead land grabs of the the campaign. Uh, then we move on to our and that, that's going to be a two day event, and like I said, at Lincoln in the sort of mid to late May. Okay. 
Then we have um, the next event, which is taking place in June. And I apologize for my lack of actual details on this because I'm trying to load up my latest set of show notes so I can actually go through them. Uh, but it's <laughs> okay. just not up in time uh, for me to remember the names. Um, but that is something that's uh, we've Freddie's been writing some rules up for him. We're doing an armored event, Ooh, so yes, it's tank battles. It awesome. is tank battles. So it is literally we are going for a talent style event. Um, because the, the story is so like the polar opposite of a centurion event. Exactly. It's, it's literally, it's something I've wanted to run for a long time is just, you know, anything with an armor value out there, tank battles, knights, walkers, the whole thing, you know, that's kind of where my thinking was. And we've gone and uh, worked out, or Freddie's gone and worked out a, a game rule set. So it's going to be slightly different, uh, way of playing to the normal, um, sort of, what will be first edition heresy rule set um, that's out. Um, but it's going to work so well for the the style of the event with these particular um, big um, big tanks and tank armies and everything. Uh, and that's going to be a team event. So Tank teams? Uh, My God, tag- what are you doing to us? Um, <laughs> making your bank balances cry and, and Apparently. want to come up. <laughs> uh, actually, hang on, I've managed to get it up, so let me let me just backtrack for a second. So we have the assault on Amoran, uh, which is the Lincoln event, and that's the Lincoln itself is the 9th to the 13th of May next year. So ours is going to be taking over a, sort of like a two day that the sort of weekend. Um, it's a two day event. Then we've got the Fields of Megara, uh, Megara, which is the the tank event because this is now the the start of the land war offensive. Um, on the planet itself where the forces are sort of pushing out, trying to take control as, of as much land as possible and secure their, their footing. So this will be the armored event, uh, which will have a degree of uh, special army lists. Um, we're looking at not to give too much away, but we're looking at old Imperial armor books, for example, for yeah. source tanks for certain factions because uh, things like the militia and solar orcs don't have huge lists of tanks available for them. So we're, we're going back into the old sort of fluff and, and everything in there. Um, then we've got the, the third event, which is then moving further on in the timeline of the planet again. And that's, uh, we're looking, we're, we're in discussions of trying to uh, get the date for that sorted, but sort of sometime around September is what we're looking at which is the uh, the Forges of Kalida. And this is, uh, in gaming terms, this is the more standard battles, two and a half thousand point armies. Um, this is the sort of big offensive to secure strategic points and to build up to what will become the main event or the, the Scandis event, which will be the siege of the capital city. Um, and we're going to be doing this one as, as we planned, as we did for this year's, um, event, which we, we called Scorpius. So you have day one is three games, uh, individual one-on-one games, um, which then once everybody's results are in, we use a, a Swiss style, um, pairings system to then actually pair you up with a partner for day two. And you play two games of two on two. 
So the idea is it's not about, you know, smashing face and, and being the top players. It's about, you know, making it an event where people can, you come and play sort of standard games, but then you, you can get paired up in a bigger style game with people who've had maybe the same sort of luck, maybe the same sort of, you know, experience, that sort of thing. So we try and pair people up and have a, a fun event that way. Um, so that's there, and and then the last gaming event is the Siege of Byzantia, and this is, as I said, what we call the Scandalous event, and that's the sixth to the seventh of, of October next year. And this is this is the siege of the of the big city. This will there will be a, an attacker, there will be a defender. This will come from the narrative that is built built throughout the entire year, um, and there will be, or there there are plans, I should say, for big strategic tables of certain areas. There may or may not be a large number of city walls that will be showing up uh, with you know plans for defensive positions and all sorts of crazy stuff where we fully hope and expect to see gigantic god machines walking the field of battle um against these defenses and against you know all this sort of stuff and we're gonna try we the game the plan is to have these as giant gaming fields so rather than individual tables have one massive long table with you know where you if you've got a uh, minotaur you've got a 120 inch range you can lob that motherfucker down three tables if you want to do it and That's try awesome. and <laughs> down there. You know, your Titans can open up as far as they can reach, that sort of stuff. So we're trying to make a so real... It it's like a bunch of games going on, but they can affect each other in certain ways. It's basically one gigantic apocalypse game, yeah. That's what we're aiming for. With with other tables that are going to be in there, so there'll be stuff going on inside the city in sort of a Centurion's own Mortalis style. There'll be specific tables around things like maybe, you know, ideas like uh, transport hubs and power generators and all this sort of stuff. So you've got your, you know, your sort of um, Guns of the Navarone, where, where Eagles Dare kind of missions going on to take out strategic areas, which then have a big effect on the game for the big apocalypse game for however long or, you know, stuff like that. So it's, and it's, it's going to be scandalous. It's going to be all gloves are off and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Sounds amazing, man. Sounds like a really cool event series that you're putting on there. Oh yeah. yeah I'm... I've been taking notes this entire time. I really like the <laughs> idea of the, um, like the concept of matching players up that are on the same air skill levels and stuff like that. Because that's a that's a kind of a problem we had at our last event. It was we yeah, just I mean, people it's... match up with whoever, but then sometimes you don't get the best matchups and stuff like that. But I mean, it's it's not a foolproof system, but it's it would the idea was to sort of make it a we want to make that a bigger numbered event so we can have more people and try and draw more people in uh, from outside of Sweden as well, uh, as well as sort of the draw for Scandus. We want to try and make this a bigger, a bigger event internationally as well. So it, it's a fun way of, of mixing people up. Um, and, you know, it's, I, I don't think, I can't think of any better way of um, upping the level of fun of having 
you know, a guy standing next to you trying to do the same, trying to screw the guys up on the other side of the table as much as you are, you know, stuff like that. I've, I've been there, done it, and it's a, it's a whole lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, so, it sounds amazing, man. Yeah, and, and and you know, being us, we'll we'll throw in some crazy shit here and there, and you know, <laughs> we 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 we're, we're gonna do our best to make it the the. Uh, the event series in Scandinavia next year, if we can, for for obvious reasons, because you know we all have egos and we all like to have fun. Um, but <laughs> everyone's uh, got to pet yeah. their ego a little bit. It's got to be done, man. I mean, it's you know, it, especially if your ego's got a beard, you know, it needs the respect and love. So, um, you know, we we will have uh, we'll have a damn good time next year. So that that's the events, the gaming side of it. Um, so there's one more thing I want to mention, if it's cool with you guys, and that's our that's our hobby camp, and that is a five day hobby camp uh, in August of next year, and that's Whoa. between the eighth of August and the twelfth of August, and we are um, bringing over Andy Wardle and Henry Steele um, from MKA. Uh, it won't be MKA at the time, but come that point. But basically, these two. Gentlemen, I mean, absolute legends in the painting field. Uh, really awesome guys. They're coming over to teach their fa- the foundations of airbrushing or tanks infantry. And for anybody who's done those courses with MKA in the past, uh, we get to bring other stuff along and try different things. And, you know, so it, it's going to be a sort of a learning experience, but we're going to throw some gaming in there like we did this year. Um you know, we've got a uh, whole lots of fun there. And uh, hell, Freddy's already working on an Istvan-themed table where you're going to be able to put Fulgrim up against Ferris with, you know, all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's um, it's ambitious. <laughs> but, uh, go big or it's go home, be- man. Go big or go home. Yeah, I mean, that's that's basically what we're doing. That's, that's our year planned for next year. And... I'll be honest. There, there might be another, you know, event or two thrown in there. The way things go with us, it could happen. Very cool. Well, I'm. Uh, it's. I'm just looking at the calendar right now, and if uh, that, <laughs> if Lincoln is the 12th to the 13th, I think you might have one Canadian coming. Hell's yeah! We need to That's get, what I like to hear. Get a bot GT shirt for him before he comes, though. Oh yes, yeah, you well, do. I think we need to. We need to figure that out before. Uh, before the LVO, actually, Teo. Very true. <laughs> I, I can't wear my I can't wear that butt GT shirt again. <laughs> no, I we 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 can find something else. <laughs> I'll just give you a paper bag or something to wear, and <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> oh dear. Well, but the, did I miss a story here? Did I did I miss something? <laughs> oh, just Teo had a glorious tie-dye shirt that right before the event he decided like he needed it to be a bot gt shirt so he mm-hmm. spray painted the bot g bot gt on it in the parking lot like right before the event so you know he looked special and then all of our players then proceeded to sign the shirt with a sharpie which then leaked through and got onto the skin below as well <laughs> That is so heresy. That is so heresy. That is so heresy. That's the Serena D'Angelis method right there. That's what that is. Baby. <laughs> that's what it's all about. You know, get get the ink stained on there, man. That's where it's all. You all look pretty underneath. It's all oh, good. Yeah. I had I had tiger stripes that look like. Oh, penises. my God. 
Awesome. A beard with tiger stripes. I mean, dude, there's, there's, there's so many clubs you could be getting into. You don't oh, even wow. know. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that, anyway. that is awesome, man. I, I'm like looking forward to hearing about more of these events as they start to, you know, get closer and you get more details on them, even that you, it seems like you guys have a pretty solid foundation of what's, uh, what's coming up. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome hearing more in the future. Yeah, just hearing well, about all these ideas definitely got my brain percolating and like. That uh, <laughs> just got me thinking of Cthulhu. It's <laughs> completely different, or is it? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I tell you what, it's. It's you know, it's one of the fun, one of the most fun things about this about this hobby is just throwing around the ideas. And going, hey, I've got this crazy fucking idea to do a, an armor-only event, or I want to do this, I want to do that. How do we do it? Okay, let's let's just you know birth it in some sort of you know chamber of craziness that you know like heads talking, caskets of wine and stuff. Let's just have fun, and something comes of, and it's a whole a whole experience. It's just absolute craziness. Um, Definitely, the having fun is uh, is the main thing we want to put on. Yeah, that's priority event. number one. Exactly. Oh, dude. You guys, I don't know how strong the, the night scene is over there with you guys. I mean, it, it is uh, are people sort of investing in knights and we, stuff to we, ally their arms? Starting that kind of stuff. Yeah. You need to yeah. do the night joust. You night joust. need to do a night yeah. joust. Do you know of the night joust? Oh, I do, Teo. Do you, you do? I don't. I don't. I've, okay. So the way Warhol coming is my, like, my little first Lord of War I'll ever have. Okay, well then, let me tell you the the, the, the small saga of the night of the the night jazz very quickly because this is a, a brilliant event to to the run within an event. So, and I can I can Freddie can hook you up with what you need to make it work. So this is all good. Um, everybody brings a Lord of War up to five hundred points. But if you're running the event, Warhound's totally cool. You you get to call the shots on what you bring. Everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> If you can't if you can't break your own rules, what's the point in writing them? That's all I'm saying. Um, but you got you got to have uh, you know up to 500 points as a Lord of War. Everybody sort of set, uh, sets their sets themselves around the table, and you got to have like roughly about 12 inches in between everybody. So um, you know a bit of bit of spacing, and then everybody gets given a card from a shuffled deck, and they place them. They get to look at them, place them face down on the table or wherever. Um, and then the way we did it, <laughs> tried to do it, Scandis is calling one side of the table to go first. And basically, uh, if, if we're against it, let's just say, you, Teo, you and I are opposite sides of the table. Mm -hmm. I've got, um, let's just say, you've got your Warhound. I've got a fantastically painted um, Knight Pyron from House Macabius that was standing on a damaged, you know, Imperial Fist Rhino that I may have painted. Uh, <laughs> and I go, I'm going to try and kill that guy because I can do this. So I go, right, I am shooting at you. I'm going to shoot at your Warhound. And then I have to flip my card because I'm deciding to target. If I'm moving, you don't have to worry about it. You can just move whatever. But if I decide I'm going to take an aggressive action towards a another another person on the table you flip your card and I, you've either got for the warmaster or for the emperor on on your card yeah. so i flip it if it's if i'm for the warmaster you then have to flip your card and if you're for the emperor we can shoot at each other if you flip for the warmaster nothing happens what? it's like 
it's like the friendly foe. It's like that. Um, uh, I don't know what they call it. It's the the sort of um, friend or foe targeter kind of thing. Yeah. You get that. It's like locking on and going. I'm gonna. Oh no, can't shoot him. He's on my side. Mm. So it leads to some seriously crazy shenanigans, such as the first time we played this at Scandus last year. There was eight of us, and on one half of the table, there was one traitor and three loyalists. And it was the other way around on the other side. <laughs> so, so the one side, one guy on each side just got destroyed. Totally shivved. Like, like literally didn't see <laughs> coming in the showers, man. He just got ganked. Um, <laughs> and then and then everybody just turned around and went, right, boom, charge forward. And there was some seriously crazy shit going on this year. I mean, you had um, people fire, firing stuff left, right, and center. And, you know, it's like people were bringing this year, people were bringing things like the Primarchs and we had um, uh, Horace come in and he sort of dropped in in one area and was trying to do stuff and then suddenly found that he was completely without anything within reasonable range for him to uh, actually do anything so um, I just went right he's got 96 inch teleport pick him up move him wherever it is within 96 inches Full scatter, three did forty six full scatter. There it is. You know, you just get to throw some randomly random stuff in here and there, and just boom, off you go. That's uh, awesome, and do, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a fun event, and if you do something like that, and like yourself, there you've got your first Lord of War coming, mm-hmm. your first big team coming, and if people have got some run up to this, I mean, you can pick up a, a GW knight and do this. You can run a Primark. You can put um, a Typhon in there. You can put you know, anything in there that's going to allow you to start on the field and do this. So it's a really cool way of sort of gearing people up to, to add to their armies. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, you that's know. what, because like you were talking about, like doing a Centurion and then a tank, you get someone who's just started gaming to do that. Like, oh, buy a Kalth. You can make a quick 1500 point, whatever, Centurion army with that. And yeah. then do the next event is all the tank battles. So now they're filling all their heavy support and fast attack slots with the tanks they want to bring. Yeah. Oh. And then you bring it all together for the big events later on in the year. Yeah, that sounds exactly. beautiful. Great idea. Exactly, and it's, it, it's you know, it, it's just these little cool things that, that create little events, but like you say, it's all about bringing the hobby on in some way, shape, or form. I um, feel like you guys should just own a game store and just stock whatever's coming up towards your events. <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> that, would, that would be awesome. But I, I think you, you I think... would just bankrupt you guys because you would just use it all for yourselves. <laughs> hey, hey, at least they'd get it at cost instead of paying full price. <laughs> don't, don't give us ideas, man. Don't, don't give us ideas. I swear, if I do, you know what? I swear, I would do a Swedish version of Firestorm Games if I had, if I could get the money together. I think it would be amazing. Um, but yeah, no, that that stuff would be hilarious. But yeah, it, it is just. It's stuff like that that makes makes gaming fun, and especially with things like the uh, FAQ that we've got and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, tell us a little about that. You guys have uh, an update coming up. We do. I mean, it's kind of um, kind of cart before the horse thing right now because obviously we've got the <laughs> uh, the uh, heresy um, the heresy first edition oh, coming out. Yes. I don't I don't care what anybody else says. It's not seven point one. It's it's no, a it's, it's a rule set for its own game. It's it's, it's, it's horse heresy one point oh. 
Yeah, we, exactly. we all get behind Kimmel on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's, we believe, you know, um, and that's, that's where it is. So, um, but it came about from the fact that there were so many, um, there were so many holes in, because of the whole uh, using of the, the 40K rule set, the FAQs that existed, um, the, you know, and just some serious common sense holes in game in the games and i have to say the whole drive behind this is freddy i tell i i must i put my hand up and say i take zero credit for it because it was freddy's chart freddy's thing from the get-go he did it for lincoln um that, that was before we really got the podcast going and he put that together um and it was all driven from the fact of just wanting to give something um that allows the game to to flow a bit more so for example things like invisibility um you know it's it's basically you you know it gives you a a common sense ruling on how to combat that issue um and then you've got things like multi-bombing for example which is and i i when i played 40k here uh, in sweden with friends it was always a an issue because i could read the rules for melter bombs one way and my opponent could read them another way. And technically, neither one of us was wrong, but neither one of us was 100% right. So having uh, a ruling down for multi-bombing was sort of a key thing. And like we said, something we promote, we've promoted in our, our series anyway, um, which has now been confirmed by um, the, the team writing the book because it makes sense for a a squad of people having these bombs to go out and combat super heavies. That's why they're there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Um, and a, a lot of it is just real common sense, common sense answers, the pulling together of all the FAQ information and all that sort of stuff. And I know from a lot of feedback that Freddie and, and by, by, um, by extension ourselves have received a lot of people who have been running events have looked at it and gone right this is fantastic it gives us not a structure for an event but it really helps with having to field all those horrible questions that come out and just go bam here's a here's something we're going to use so yeah, go ahead and use a general to it helps having this like clarification yeah, yeah we've, um, been, we've been using it at all of our events and it it really like for me as the principal organizer i i'm not the rules are not my strong suit. So having a document like this, which I can lean on is in like, let, uh, you know, Freddie and, and Chris and yourself take care of that, uh, that hard step. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, as, as I said to you off air, I just look at it and make sure it's pretty. Um, hey, Chris, a, Chris. It is a pretty document. Don't you sell yourself short yeah. there, sir? I mean, it is a pretty document, um, and uh, you know, I, I, I will totally uh, say it, it's a very pretty document. But then you have, like I said, you've got uh, Chris, who is um, a copywriter in trading, and you've got uh, Freddie, who knows this stuff like some sort of. I don't even know the savant is a good way of putting it. A rule um, savant. <laughs> A rule savant, or, or some sort of rain, rain man kind of dude. Um, <laughs> he knows his stuff very well, so he, uh, he, you know, he, it just makes sense for the guys to put it together that way. And um, it's a document that's just really useful to people. Um, and like we said, it's it's kind of going to be re- become redundant to a point now because this new rule set is coming out. 
But still, having something there where all the information is gathered has been a, a major help. Um, it's been available for people to download, and it's linked as part of our um, our event packs whenever we release an event. And you know, yeah, I'll link it in the show notes today, so if anyone is interested, that they can uh, they can check it out because it is an amazing document. It's all like you said; it's all all there. You know, everything's in one place. It's a really easy thing and i think it, it really goes to the kind of the more of the narrative gaming that we want to be doing and getting yeah, away from the competitive that's kind of i how i see the document read it at least yeah and that was i mean that was i will say i think that was one of the the key things is it, it's a lot of the decisions that were sort of brought through that and, and putting it together and everything was very much in line with um making it work in that narrative say in that narrative sense um because a lot of the questions were very game related so it could it could easily disseminate into uh, rules lawyering um any game could easily disseminate into rules lawyering and by taking that out of the um, out of the equation you've then got um got a game and you can just go play uh, basically and you can go right is it this no this is what it is simple yeah, <laughs> yeah it if, makes it way easier if it's read over it eliminates a lot of conversations that you know may need to be had yeah, before no unnecessary conversations yeah and, and it, it's you know i mean i don't think i've i don't think i've had to refer to it all year because i think mo most of the time something comes up by this point everybody's could have gone we get it we know where these these things lie but you know when you have someone new and it's like here take a look at this it makes sense it helps yeah so, are so, you yeah. guys now just waiting for the the new rulebook to drop, hopefully in the next month, and then you'll kind of dive into that and then release oh, 2.0 yeah. after that. Um, put I, the brakes on the the process right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it's it's being updated. Our version's being updated. It's there. It's good to go. Um, and or or it's very much good to go. I think uh, like ninety five percent good to go. Whatever you want to call it. Um, but I'm I'm honestly hoping. And I, I'm I'm kind of jinx it here, so somebody get the butt their hand ready to, to to reset the clock. But I'm hoping that they will have got rid of most of the things that there will be minor, really minor um, pieces of information that we that are needed to be addressed in there, because I think it's got to be at the point now where we've, you know, they they've seen this. I mean, they've had freaking sheet cakes with FAQ questions about stuff people <laughs> want answered delivered to them and acknowledged yeah. i would like to point that out it was yeah, actually acknowledged that the cakes speak. have been received <laughs> so it's like you know if they if they haven't got this then then either they they don't have a sweet enough tooth or they're just you know wrong um so <laughs> but um you know it, it's yeah they don't um, cave into terrorists cake, <laughs> cake, terrorists. <laughs> cake terrorism man it's the new way forward <laughs> It's a way forward, man. It's, you know, be, be a cake terrorist. It gets results. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's again, it's like I say, it's, I'm hoping there's going to be minimal um, required work. But, you know, we'll be honest, it's still going to require some looking at. Um, and we get, I know it's going to get done. And it'll have its full eagle eyed put onto it. And if we have to, we will release a second version. And we will keep that going. Um and keep that keep that happening because it's uh, it's important and it's had such a good effect on our event series um, that it's worth it. 
You know, it's worth the time and effort putting in. I have to say that. Another way that you guys have been helping the community out. Well, like I say, the way the way, the way that the, the, those of us that have have had experience and who uh, have had to go through the pitfalls of no, no, you can't have that. You know, this look, this is common sense, people. This is where it works. You when you had those conversations and you could sort of go right, okay, we should probably do something about this. Um, you know, we've been through that, and you know, we've we're taking that out of the equation for everybody else right now. We appreciate that. We do. We really, <laughs> really do. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm definitely, try, I'm, I'm desperately trying to not make, make myself seem more involved in this than I really was because I really wasn't. <laughs> I just went, "Oh, that looks pretty." Make sure that image is there, and this looks good. And then the the other guy did all the hard work. So <laughs> you can pass along our thanks to them yeah. as well. Well, I will. you got to think of it this way: a, a priest didn't make the Bible, but he preaches the Word of God. You didn't make the FAQ, but you preach the FAQ. You're just as important in the whole grand <laughs> scheme of things. I don't think I've ever felt so loved in one sentence ever. <laughs> <laughs> Marry me, man. That was beautiful. <laughs> we were, the house would be full of resin. Uh, resin and beard dust, which is all I need, man. Just think, resin, of, just think, dust. think, think of the, artisti the artistically resinly gifted bearded children there would be. It would be amazing. Our children just look ashy all the time. Yeah, <laughs> gaunt, but with epic beards. <laughs> and we're back to dwarfs, I know that John is laughing right now about this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we aim to please, man. We aim to please. Bearded children and Teo has been talked about previously. John is obsessed <laughs> with bearded children and Teo. And, and my children don't really look like me at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my, my my kids very much are very good looking and um, you know very very athletic, so they're absolutely nothing like me. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Same I with me. My genetics came in, and the they're both above average height for their age. They're both, I mean, I'm I'm like two meters tall. Um, the kids are above average height, have blonde hair, cur blonde curly hair, and blue eyes. My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it is hot luck and, you know, hopefully strong historical genetics yeah. <laughs> to come in and save them. So, uh, but oh. yeah, man. Awesome. And well, like we were, you know, is there anything else that you want to mention before we, uh, we land this pig and head on into our closeout? Um, I want to shout out. I want to say thank you to you guys for doing awesome work. I've listened to everything from episode one forward. Absolutely loving it. Um, I, I love that every. I love that intro tune of yours. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's one of those heads you just sort of like start bopping along to. It, you go, yeah, listen to the boys have gone throne. It's good. Because um, you know, ours, ours might be a little hardcore and a bit grungy and a bit emo, but you know, then we've got you as a counterweight, so it's all good. Um, but yes, there's and... a lot of metal in the scene, and we need, we felt like we needed to bring some of our our jovial kind of. <laughs> Love of the '80s for you know pop kind of into it. Um, <laughs> what was that horn sound bite you have as well? The the horn is um, oh, oh all that horns. Google horn, yeah, they're beautiful, man. They're just <laughs> beautiful. They really are. That's our little. I, that's our tip of the hat to Chuck Mangione. Uh, I swear, I swear, if I had, uh, if I could have some sort of interactive soundboard, I'd have some random stuff on there. It'd, be, it'd just be so cool. Um, but no, th genuinely, thanks to you guys for, for doing the podcast. It's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, really glad to see it came together after we talked about it on the show a while back. 
Um, and obviously, big shout out to, well, everybody in the community. I mean, there's so many cool guys out there doing so much awesome stuff. Um, and I'm going to be totally shameless and replug myself. Um, painting, painting chat. Painting Chat Commission uh, Commission Painter. Uh, as I said, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Painting Chap, and uh, on uh, the interwebs at paintingchap.com. Uh, everything's sort of under construction at the moment, but basically drop me an email to uh, the chap at paintingchap.com if you want to have a chat with me about stuff, um, about commissions, anything from uh, building, painting. I've got a couple of different levels of basic tabletop and much higher stuff you know, additionals with weathering, decals, all that sort of jazz, so you can really customize what you want to put on the tabletop. I love big projects, so I love things like knights and titans and all that stuff that might seem a little so scary. Am I, sending, I, am I sending my Warhound to you? Hey, I'm just saying. I love that sort of stuff. <laughs> You know, it's uh, we, we can always work something out, man. And uh, I'm, very, I'm very fortunate, actually, to be able to sort of help out with a couple of my local events and, and I'm sponsoring the event series next year as well and uh, be doing my bit towards the raffle and, and that sort of stuff. So shouting out my painting commission. Obviously, please listen to the Ranch and Heresy podcast. Um, drop us an email. Get it. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, you know, you guys have you got the guys in the scene out there. Obviously, you know, we love I love Teo and AJ, but if they're if they're being dicks or if there's funny stories about them that they obviously won't put on their own podcast, oh, please tell me. Put everything on our podcast. Happily, I'll, <laughs> happily, I'll, I'll happily read out any of any stories that they won't share. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, in seriousness, uh, just big shout out to everyone. I mean, the, this. This whole thing has been uh, an awesome roller coaster for the last sort of twelve to eighteen months for myself, and the the scene has grown um, like in Sweden from one or two events to literally two or three events a month. If oh. you want to, on average. So over, we're, uh, over... AJ, we're moving to Sweden now, or? <laughs> yeah, let's do it, Teo. Done, done. I'll, I'll convince the wife. Is she coming over? <laughs> Germany, man, I'll hook you up with all the events over here, and uh, you know, there's this one in there's one in December here in Malmo that I'm going to be playing in, and uh, you know, if you can get up for that one, that's uh, I think it's like the 16th of December, something around there. Uh, I can find out for you. And, I'm uh, trying to figure yeah. out if you're going to ha have enough time off for that one, AJ. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I I got to get over there and figure out. Uh, I don't even have my project schedule yet, so that's that's step I mean, one, and then I can really figure out what I can. No, uh, what uh, I can AJ, say. AJ, 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 take it from somebody who's who's been in that line of business before. Step one is knowing the days you want to take off ahead of actually yes. showing up for work. Getting your social calendar. Getting your social calendar. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, you always. <laughs> Open, open shout to either of you boys. If you ever come over this way, you've always got a place to crash at mine, and Freddie will always be, you know, we, we've always got that sort of community. We can always hook you up with somewhere to stay just to come over and hang out and, you know, do crazy shit as well. So, and vice versa. Awesome, man. man. Uh, yeah, I've got, got, got to come over to your side. I've, I've done the East. I've been to Toronto, uh, and I want to come over and game at some point. So, uh, might have to make a, a Canadian pilgrimage <laughs> the, at some point. Yes. Come to the new the, world. The <laughs> well, yes. Follow my once west, before, my you know, yeah. we did it once yeah. before historically, so I should come over and replant the flag just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, things Same. are very British over here in uh, 
in Victoria. You, you will uh, you will appreciate that. Oh yeah, it's very <laughs> British here. You'll be fine. Well, I do believe it's it's actually called British Columbia. So I mean, I think it's it's yeah. all in the name, really. It's just brown uh, no. dudes. Columbia British makes sense. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that, right. thanks, for having, well, thanks for having me on guys I've been, it's been an absolute blast no problem Enjoy awesome. well, thanks your... for coming on anytime yeah I guess this is your evening then so I guess go to sleep uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll go to sleep in a couple of hours there's a, a reaver titan in front of me going uh, dude you need to do some work on me I'm like yeah I know okay stop stop staring at me like that um, <laughs> So uh, I'm well, going to be pulling another one of those hobbying benders in a in a painting chair for like three days solid okay. coming up soon. So. Well, I'll have to hit you up for a, a uh, painting chat again. Yeah, anytime, man. Anytime. Be awesome. More than welcome. More than welcome. Wunderbar. All righty. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, looking forward to hopefully seeing you in the future. Damn right. That's going to be so <laughs> surreal, isn't it? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and I promise, I, promise, I promise we'll do it marginally more respectful than the most we won't get Chris and his grab van to come and get you. Uh, <laughs> oh, but what if I want the grab van? <laughs> well, you know, we, we can be fully accommodating. You know, we can, we can go all the way from the hood over the head to the uh, Rehypnol, uh, the Rufi Collada the night before. You know, we've, we've got our full range of services here. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling that the bag would be purple colored and freddie would be throwing it over my head <laughs> just <laughs> um um yeah let's go you with that why do i have a feeling maybe that actually exists <laughs> it already exists <laughs> no, no comment um, it's his nice on. bag don't worry about it <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really, really <laughs> nice bag with you know that's big enough to go over her head and you know maybe some chlorophyll stains on it. But you know, ignore that; it's fine. <laughs> totally, totally legit. <laughs> and then on that note, we always have to find where to leave out. This yes. is, I think, a good place to end it. <laughs> well, awesome, Jody. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome, man. Thanks for having me. See ya. Bye. All right, all right. We'll see you guys in a bit. And welcome back to the closeout. So I uh, just want to throw out a big thank you to Jody for coming on to the podcast. Um, you know, he he kind of launched our podcasting careers in a certain way, getting my ugly ass onto their podcast. And uh, I was like, hey, this is actually not too bad. We yeah. could maybe do this. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Jody. You're always welcome to come on to talk about whatever the heck you want. Um, so anyone that's not listening to Jody and, and the rest of the boys at the Varangian Hair C podcast, go and check them out, go and check out their Facebook, uh, group to check out all the event series that they're coming out. I, they just posted one for the, for the link on one that I have put as interested. Ooh. I should, I should really just, just own up and say I'm going. Yeah. That, that's the plan. Oh, yeah. I've already been thinking about like Centurion lists and stuff like that. I think yeah. there's going to be a whole lot of Myrmidons in it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Um, um, I'll, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, on that note of them doing Centurion, I just want to give a th- shout out to Jody because uh, after doing the talking with him, he just was super inspiring to me about running uh, just smaller events to get more and more local people in a small scale into the hobby. Like, I've had since Kipper's I've had like three people message me being like, "Hey man, 
getting 30k curious. I want to see what we can do. If you can help me make a list and things like that. So nice. He uh, he sent me the uh, a Centurion rule set they were using, and he's like, yeah, yeah, use it. Feel free. Do some awesome stuff with it. Just wanted to say thanks again to Jody for sending me that, so we can get some more people into the game. And uh, it just makes me sad that yeah. Again, I keep making best friends that aren't, don't live near me at all. <laughs> it's a global friendship. <laughs> we have global friends now. We do have global friends. <laughs> um, so yeah, check out. Uh, also, if you're not, if you haven't read over the Varangian uh, FAQ, check it out. Uh, you know, it's definitely right up our alley. I think everyone should be using it, but that's just I'm, I'm biased. Yeah, I just I just love those boys so much. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, if you want, you know, check out the boys of the Golden Throne on Facebook. Check out the um, the Victoria Heresy 30K Instagram and Facebook account. Also, we've got the LVO narrative. If we got more people coming, tickets going. So get those tickets, get those hotels booked. Let's have a fun time in Vegas together. Everyone can see the lovely dances that, you know, Eric and I were talking about. Of uh, (laughs) Once you've had maybe a few too many beverages, you know, we can't be the only ones that get to see the gloriousness that is Teo Breeze. We we need to share it to the world, which is, you know, we are doing that right now, but people need the visuals. (laughs) I am a visual. I am a visual stimulation. (laughs) <laughs> yes sir you are <laughs> and uh yeah i guess last but not least uh toys for tots uh being run by radio free Istvan guys so uh go over and check out their facebook page for more info and unless you got anything else yeah, good um, sir I, oh just, you do all right i do actually so um i know i've been getting a lot of questions on facebook and stuff like that and just, like, if you want us, message the Boys of the Golden Throne on Facebook. Like, you don't have to find me personally or AJ personally. Just post it on there. If you have any questions or want to ask us anything or even have opinions, just send us a message on the Facebook, and we'll get it, and we'll give you a response. <laughs> yeah, or the, the botgtpc at gmail.com. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> As well. And, uh, yeah, if you guys want to get in touch with us, uh, there's many different ways there's to many do it. Different ways. So, yeah, just... If you have any questions or like any ideas that you want to see if we'd be interested in, just send us a message. And uh, I think we need some more fan mail. Yeah, fan mail or just yeah, it doesn't have to be gifts. You no, know, no, not every gifts, just... not everyone has to be like Julian and provide cowbells. We do not need any more cowbells, no, please. But gifts <laughs> are oh, gifts are always welcome. But we would love just random. Like if you just want to send us a letter, it could just be a picture just with a bunch of drawn dicks on it. But it'll make us happy. <laughs> oh, God. You might have started something there. <laughs> You're just getting hundreds of dick pics into your house. Oh, God. Yeah, while I'm gone in Germany and Ariel just <laughs> keeps, like, opening up mail, being like, why is everyone sending you poorly drawn penis drawings? <laughs> it's fan mail, honey. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah don't worry. It's really, it's love. It's That's what it is, dear. <laughs> Awesome. Well, is that it? I think Good that's for, it. That's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me. That's it for we'll you. See you next episode. See you next episode. Yeah, we've got uh, some. Uh, we've got a Warrior Lodge coming up next. We do. We do. We do. We do. Uh, 
do. So uh, stay tuned for that. And then a very big announcement in two weeks' time. Ooh. So prepare. if you're local, if you're in Vancouver, Seattle, or Victoria, Vancouver Island area, you're going to want to listen to the episode in two weeks. Big time hobby news. So with that, I think we'll get out of this. And bef- so j- let's just maybe see. We're going to do a little test here at the end of the podcast, Dale. We shall see. Does Julian actually just wait till something's posted and then throw out more cowbell? Or does he listen to see if there is a cowbell and then proceeds to post and be trolly? So we will leave everyone with this lovely sound. Ha <laughs> 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 you're a winner. You're a winner. You're a winner. All right, we're out of here. Let's land this pig. (laughs) Our tutor, who art in Nottingham, Duncan be thy name. Our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting. As we forgive those who bring unpainted armies, lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise, null noil.